12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome back to another episode of the Long Balls Podcast. A little different today. We had a little uh, mishap with Joey, so he's not going to be joining us today. But uh, me and Ryan are here to discuss the mainly the thrilling game over the weekend. Oh, yes. We get to discuss the Manchester Derby without a Man City fan, so this should be fun. <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to rubbing it in with Joey, but um, you know, you got to take take what we can we'll, we'll just talk about them behind his back that's always fun oh, too yeah they'll just get to listen to this after and just hear us right exactly <laughs> exactly but he always has he does have the comeback we're top of the league so yeah so we'll start out with the prem recap as usual first game of the weekend was a game on friday no so arsenal and burnley on Saturday, 1-1 draw. Aubameyang gets the goal early, and then Chris Wood towards the end of the first half, equalizing. Bad result from Arsenal, you know, if they want to make a push for the Europa League, which I think... It, it's possible for them if they can string some results together, but Tottenham's trending up currently. They're, they've done a little bit better. Liverpool, who knows where Liverpool will end up? Yeah, I I think there's too many teams just, for yeah, Arsenal. I agree. There's just too many, like Liverpool, Villa, Tottenham, Everton, West Ham. They're all just ahead. And especially Villa having two games in hand on Arsenal. If Villa get any good amount of points right. from those games, yeah, yeah, yeah. then Arsenal's more than a game back. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just – it's so bunched. Everybody's going to beat each other. So it's going to be hard to move up. But then on the other hand, it can be easy to move up. The fact it's just the point differential that they've got right now, being the last team I would consider to have a chance. I wouldn't consider Leeds to at 11. So, unfortunate loss of points. A good draw for Burnley, though, keeps them pretty much, I think they're going to be safe. But I don't know, only 30. They could have a bad run in. But I, I think at that point, you only need about two wins. So. Next game be Sheffield and Southampton. Southampton taking this one 2-0. James Ward-Prowse with a penalty. Set piece goal for him. I guess if you consider that or a spot kick and uh Shea Adams in the second half. Oh, a repeat or they repeat that later in the midweek. Slight foreshadowing. Ooh, yes. Uh but neither of them get man of the match. Kind of funny. Stuart Armstrong with the man of the match. Um Danny Ings, though, big – that's unfortunate for them. Yeah. The injury. This is going to be – Losing your best player. That I, just makes it I didn't see how long he's going to be out. I don't know. But I think at this point it doesn't really matter for Southampton. You're not going to play into – you're not going to play into Europa League at this point, and I don't see them getting relegated unless they lose every single game out. <laughs> 
Oh, he's set to miss about three weeks, I think. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think it's fine. It's whatever. Southampton's just going to be middle of the table. And yeah. maybe a chance there for Sheffield to get something if they were going to pull off a miracle, but no. not to be. Looks like they're going to go down, unfortunately. Then next game, Villa and Wolves. I was kind of hoping for more in this game. There wasn't my. Yeah, there just wasn't. Zero, zero. Two teams who can bring exciting football. She would have hoped that they did, but yes, didn't fully produce. And sometimes they can not bring yeah. exciting. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it, especially with Wolves. This season has not been their, their usual self, at least for the past two seasons, what they had been bringing. Then Brighton and Leicester, and this one brings in a little bit more of excitement. So yeah. Brighton loses this one on a very well not very late i'm pretty late goal yeah. from amarte uh the 87th minute so lester take it 2-1 but i thought brighton were gonna get something out of this oh yeah they when they went up 10 minutes in you were like oh are lester gonna drop points here but brighton just didn't hang on because i didn't feel like lester was gonna get the goal mm-hmm. later on it, i mean it they were obviously had some chances and stuff like that, but it just didn't, I don't know. You, you start to get this feeling sometimes with Lester late in the season since at least last season, this was definitely the case that they just falter a little bit. And last season they were in second place for much of the season that end up finishing outside the top, um, outside the top four. So huge win for them. Not great for us though. Doesn't, I mean, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh, now we have to beat City. To yes, to keep place. second place. Yes, that's what I was thinking as well. So that wraps up Saturday. Also to note on Saturday while we're here on that day, even though we're jumping out of the um, Premier League, Bayern playing Dortmund and Holland with two early goals. Yeah. One wasn't sure where this one was going to go and then – Byron is Byron and win 4-2. Joey not here to talk about that. So, Then on Sunday, in the back in the Prem, we got early game West Brom and Newcastle, 0-0 draw. Uh, This is, I think, a bad result for both teams. I think you got to take, especially Newcastle, you got to try to write this ship somewhere. And if you're going to do it, it's against West Brom. <laughs> so, and then a, a huge chance for West Brom to maybe put themselves in a conversation for getting out of it. But I don't know with this, with Brighton and Newcastle having a game in hand, although it doesn't mean a lot for a team that's down at yeah. the bottom, not looking good for, for West Brom. No. Then next Liverpool and Fulham. What the first of surprising results, maybe surprising, maybe not so surprising if you, in hindsight. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Fulham upsetting Liverpool at Anfield. Terrible run now. I think it's over, it's like what, 10? Tw- it's like over it's 10 like, hours or so that they, yeah. they haven't scored a goal at Anfield. That's it, just awful, especially for a team with the aspirations of Liverpool. Yes. I mean, I think people are getting a little carried away with talking about like worst title defense ever yeah. and 
Um, like you have to take into account just into account how many players they've lost, and that and that they're so good. They were so good last season that they were in fourth, and people were still saying that it was the worst title defense of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we look at what Chelsea had that one season with Jose where they finished what like four, almost fourteenth. I think they, maybe they picked it up towards the end yeah, of the season, but they, but they were, were doing terrible. Yeah, so definitely not the worst title. I mean, it could get worse, obviously, but I think right now the the characterizations have been a little extreme. They just don't have depth, and this is caught up with yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, you look at City, the amount of money they've spent on other players we talk about okay well the signings haven't worked out but in a way they have because they don't need to be starters they can provide this i mean their bench is incredible yeah so it's yeah it's, it's caught up with liverpool then the game of the week the manchester derby man united taking it two nil so not only do we win the game, but we shut them out, which was yeah. impressive. Oh, it felt great. It was just one of those games where you're just like, oh, are City going to score and then ruin the clean sheet? But yep. Fortunately for United, they didn't. They probably should have. There was yeah. a few chances there that they could have maybe put away. But, I mean, I really don't think – you can talk about possession, and a lot of times you look at the stats and say, okay – so City in this game had 66% possession and 23 shots to our eight. Yeah. I don't think they controlled the game. No, they, they had more possession, but getting into the areas that they wanted, they didn't do right. anywhere near as often as they normally do. No, they, we, we put them where we wanted them. Mm-hmm. drift them out into wide spaces. They like being in the wide spaces, but they yeah. like being in certain wide spaces. Yeah. And um, they, they weren't able to get where they wanted to. Um, I, I just didn't feel like it. They were, they were underperforming from what they've been hyped up. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I mean, clearly they've been on a great run, mm-hmm. but in that run, there's only been a few results. I think where they like, totally destroyed a team yeah normally it's just they can do their own thing they get a goal continue doing their old thing maybe win one nothing maybe get a couple more yeah yeah but in this one just an awful penalty that they gave up to yeah that that's huge how does how is the game different you know if they don't give up something that early yeah i love the picture though up Martial inside the box with all the city <laughs> players around them, and they're like comparing it to Messi and all these yeah, other. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. United win like I saw it. Like they win like sixty six percent of their games when Martial starts, and like thirty seven percent when he doesn't. Really? Yeah. Like this season. Yeah. So he's even if he isn't scoring goals, just his presence and what he does. As a yeah, I agree. I, I think I might have said that early in the season. I don't necessarily think that Martial's having a bad season. We, we look back at like his his end of season form when Bruno came in. He was scoring a lot of goals. Yeah. Him and Rashford were, were kind of going back and forth with that. Yeah. And so he's not scoring the goals now, but he hasn't necessarily needed to. He's missed yeah. some chances. I mean, like in this game, he misses oh. what well, he misses one of the best chances we had that didn't go in. Yeah. But yeah, he, he drags players too sometimes. Yeah. So opening up space, 
has some nice flicks sometimes too. He's he's pretty good with that, like the side foot, um, little passes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, Luke Shaw, we got to talk about. Oh, what a what a performance! Could have had a goal earlier, yeah, in the first half, and he gets his goal in the second half. Great goal. I mean, man of the match yeah. for me. I would agree, man. Definitely man of the match. They gave it to Dean Henderson on this, but yeah, but based on match rating, yeah, but. I don't know who actually got it from like the Premier League I official like one. I, I thought they did, but I can't remember. I mean, Henderson, I don't I don't know. He didn't make any great save for me. Yeah. I think there were there was maybe one save that he made that was he, he gave in a good performance, but man of the match worthy when Luke Shaw did the defending that he did and yeah. the attacking that he did. I I disagree with that. Yeah. The one thing that hurts in this game is Rashford coming off, having to miss the Europa League game today. Could have used him in that. Yes, we could have, but I don't necessarily think it was his. I mean, we we'll get to it, but I I think it, there's a lot of other problems there. But yeah, probably could have used him. He he could have been helpful. Doesn't seem like it's going to be too serious. Yeah, I'm glad they took him off. Because we didn't need him. Up to uh, nothing. You're just like, just bring someone else on with energy. Yeah, just we tell put Greenwood on. I'm totally fine yeah. with that side. I think we were sitting there watching the game. And I'm like, just do it. I'm totally fine yeah. with Greenwood coming. In. Almost prefer him to come in at this at this stage in the game. But uh, yeah, it's just City just not impressive. And I don't think that they were that much worse necessarily than had than the, how they had been playing. It's I think just- it was was a good performance from us yeah man you just played their game they got a goal early which definitely played into man U's hands right and but i mean the press i feel like we could have gotten more goals in that first 15 minutes so if we don't get that pen maybe something else falls because we came out firing those first 15 minutes there was a good amount of opportunities that man you had that they just not nothing too good of a chance came from it but it definitely yeah Except like the Luke Shaw one, though I don't know if that yeah. was necessarily in the first fifteen minutes, but um, that was the first half. Then. It was the yeah. first half, yeah. But a great win, you know. It might it's just consolation prize at this point. Although, yeah, I mean, Man, we're, dude, just well, just aim for second. Just try to beat everyone else in the league. I think that I heard Gary Neville say this, and I totally agree. I don't really care about finishing second if we're 15 to 20 points behind them mm. i want it to be between 11 and like five points yeah like if we can make put together a run that put that separates us from leicester and chelsea yes. and everyone else just to say like hey city we we're may close have, we may have messed up a little bit but we're coming for you exactly just wait till we see what we get in the summer and yeah, because I don't know what finishing a point above Leicester. I mean, if Leicester does great the rest of the season, okay, yeah. that's fine. But a finishing like two points above the whole this huge pack of what you know eight teams yeah. from Leicester to Arsenal, I, I don't feel like we accomplished much. Yeah, like United have just had too many draws recently. If United can yeah. clean that up and get it, get those draws to wins then it'll show improvement. 
yeah so so hopefully we can do just something where it seems like we pushed them we were clearly the second best team and and obviously show signs for pushing next season yeah then last game of the weekend tottenham crystal palace tottenham putting away crystal palace pretty easily um Bale and Kane lining up. Bale maybe stealing a little bit of Sun's thunder yeah. here. You know, as soon as Bale broke into the first team, I saw the the meme from Toy Story where Harry Kane's dropping a young man's son and say, "I don't want to play with you anymore." <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Bale. But I mean, Sun Sun does get an assist in this. Yeah, um, it was pretty good assist. And uh, yeah, it's great to see Bale is. Just, getting on the just, score just, sheet. Because you you know what he would, can do and yeah. what he was able to do, and he just wasn't able to show it at Real. So hopefully he continues like this the rest of the season. Maybe a permanent move back to Tottenham. I hope so. Would, I don't want to go back to, take to Real. A wage reduction probably to go to Tottenham. Yeah, because Tottenham—they're notorious for their yeah. their fee structures. Yeah, I de- I don't want to see him at Real again. I don't want to see him yeah, sitting on a bench somewhere. So even if it's somewhere else, I mean, I think Tottenham's just, it's just classic. It's yeah. nostalgic. Yeah. So that's why, but at least see him playing. He's shown that he can work with Kane and Son, though. Yeah. Like, he can be a contributing member to this attack. Yep. It's also interesting, this front four that they're using, basically playing with no cam, is yeah. really interesting to me. Like if, at, honestly, looking at everyone in their attack, the guy who should be the furthest back is Harry Kane. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it's almost like they're – I don't even know how to describe how they how they can play with this four. I mean, they're all interchangeable, except Bale's got to be on the right. Yeah. I mean, he can come in centrally, yeah. but he's not yeah. going to play on the left. Um, that's what I'm saying. Son could play on the right, but because uh, he's two-footed, Bale's just – he's just not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but more, I mean, drifting out to the right. Bale has been really central, I think, mm-hmm. with Kane almost playing behind him. It's like yeah. that old Rooney Van Persie relationship. Um, because Bale Bale even said he's had to adapt his game as he's gotten older, kind of like Ronaldo has. So interesting to see how that'll go. Um, towards the end of the season, they've got to shout for for Champions League for yeah, sure. If they I mean, can keep this run of form up. They'll be if they win their game in hand. I don't know who it's against, but it, that'll bring them up to forty-eight points, two points behind Chelsea. Yeah, and I believe You're they right still there. have to play them. Maybe not. I can't. I can't recall. So then on Monday, Chelsea Everton, which I was looking forward oh, to. They play Arsenal this weekend. Sorry. Oh, um, yes, that's um. Should be they do not play Chelsea again. Okay, so they already did. That's um yeah, that's not good for Tottenham. You you want that game there, but but on this on Chelsea winning two nothing here at home against Everton, and this is what we've come to expect under Tuchel is these professional like one two nothing wins, uh keep the clean sheet. Yeah, so they did to uh, the team in fifth right behind them yeah. trying to move past them. They just said, we're better than you. Yeah, Everton didn't have it. The way they set up 
especially the first half, they were getting yeah. dominated. They, Iwobi was, I mean, we see we gets pulled off the 56th minute, but he, like I, don't, I don't like him either. I mean, I, I don't dislike him. I, I just don't think he's a top five no. team player. Um, but yeah, I, I just, He's a he should start for a premier uh for a prem team, just not necessarily sure it's Everton with their aspirations right now. But uh, yeah, it's it's just professional from from Tuchel. I I like the way Chelsea's been setting up, being like just churning out results and and in good ways. I I don't mean that in a in a Mourinho type of way, sit back, defend, but like just having a really good structure and and team, which is so impressive because he's been there. For not long yeah. at all. <laughs> we start talking about like managers need time and stuff like that to implement a system and everything. And yeah. it's been quick. Well, I saw today that Tuchel in 11 games has been given up 12, two goals. And Mourinho through his first 11, his team gave up three. So Tuchel has been better defensively so far than Joe's wow. first. In. Both, both impressive numbers. Yeah. Absolutely. So then another London team here, West Ham and Leeds. And Jesse getting on the score sheet again, misses the penalty, but follows it up, follows up the rebound. Uh, this, this is a good win, I think, for West Ham yeah. up against an energetic team. It's one that you easy to drop points. And if you're going to make the top four, can't drop points here. So really good result. If they win their game in hand, they'll jump back up into fourth. I, I would like to see. I think out of all the teams, West Ham would be who I want to see in that fourth spot. Yeah, I agree. Just having them in the Champions League, that would be great. They still play Chelsea late April. That could be a potentially yeah. massive game. Yeah, definitely. The, the only – I don't want Chelsea – uh, even though I like, I just said I like what Tuchel's doing. And everything I, I think those three teams right here: West Ham, Everton, or Tottenham. Yeah. Because I want to see Kane, Son, and Bale together in the Champions League. I think that would oh, be that fun. Would be great. Or Everton getting into the Champions League. I just think that's exciting <laughs> as well, especially off the start they had. Uh, big Doms. Let's see if he could prove it on the European <laughs> stage. Yeah. I feel like that the league this season. I. I feel like that, like the, it's not just like there's four good teams. It's like there's like eight or nine teams that are good. Yeah. That can compete with each other. Like, like Villa. If Villa were in the Europa League and I saw them in the Europa League semifinal, I would not be surprised. A fully fit Villa. Yeah. 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 There's so many teams in the Premier League that can go out and give a great performance in Europe. It's just that, like, the lower teams like Villa and Liverpool and Tottenham so far this season just haven't done it as consistently. Yeah, and Arsenal. Yeah. They, they've just – yeah, it's the consistency. It's – there's really not much separating two from ten, which is great. And I think that makes for a much better league Yeah, than what we've seen maybe in the past few years. And, and obviously City runs away with it. But if somehow City could – falter a little bit and people could start figuring them out a little bit more um it'd be really exciting if we could have like an 18 title race next season <laughs> be crazy 
Well, with fans back in the stadiums, maybe. Right, yeah. Somewhat, it'll, it'll go it, back it'll to normal. It'll go back to normal. This season but... might just be an anomaly, but a happy yeah. anomaly at that point, if it is one. I yeah. feel like, like Man United has potential. Leicester has potential. West Ham has potential. Everton have boatloads of potential. Yeah, uh, obviously Tottenham has potential if they consistently have results. They don't go on these month-long swings. Yeah, and Liverpool, once they get healthy, you know how yeah. great they are. Although I don't know if health is going to be their full – they're never going to be like what they were last no, season. So then that wraps up the Premier League. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wednesday. Man City 5, Southampton 2. Oh, that's true. Right. So I was going to – yep. Um, we're just talking about Man City not blowing out a lot of teams, and this was and a, a result where they do. Destroy them. Yeah. Yeah. Picking up their slack from the weekend, you know, and uh, no Danny Yank, Southampton. So not going to provide as much on the attack. But, yeah, City doing City things. Yeah. Good one for them. Just bounce back wins. Say, we're not going to falter. We're going to just keep on plowing on. Yeah. One loss. And that's that's what title teams do. Professional title title winning teams do. They don't get hung up on one defeat or one draw like we seem to have. Yeah. It, um, short memory is really good for a title winning team. It's in some respects. Like Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Great short memory. <laughs> So then to the Champions League on Tuesday, we had two games. These were the – this was the exciting day. Yeah. And it was set up going into it. Um, what it was uh, – Dortmund was up, what, 3-2? Three, three, 2 3-2? Yeah. Yeah. So they get the win on aggregate, tie this, tie this leg, 2-2 two, two, with Sevilla – Holland doing Holland things. Holland gets another brace. <laughs> really impressive. So he what had four goals in the tie out of the five. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> that's really impressive. His goal scoring record. How? What was it? How fast he's gotten he's to got twenty Champions League goals in fourteen games. Yeah. And I think there's only like two. Uh, I think there was maybe only two other players in that. Who are even close, and the closest was Harry Kane, who got 20 goals in 24 games. Right, so Holland's the only one to have done it in less and less games than goals. So, I mean, hugely impressive. That was my a little, um, little evidence for me for Holland over Mbappe. Mbappe doing it, what 40 matches, I think it was something, like which. That. which I couldn't believe he's played that many. Yeah. Which is really impressive. You think about it, like Monaco went to the semifinals, PSG went, went to the finals. quarterfinals, and then the Oh, quarterfinals and finals. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been in a good amount of games. Yeah. That's in three group stages. So look at 27 games there. And then, yeah. So yeah. it seems about right. It's impressive as his team goes deep in Champions League every yeah. time. That's. And full credit to, to Sevilla for fighting back and giving it their all. Just 
Yeah, almost coming back. I mean, they were down two goals. They get this. They don't get their second goal until the 96th yeah. minute, and at that point, you know, you, you're not going to do much from there. Mm-hmm. But they they had a chance. Yeah, they fought. And the best game of the week. Yes, Juventus versus Porto. <laughs> Crazy game went to extra time, so it was. 4-4, ends 4-4 on aggregate. Porto go through on away goals, and it was 3-2 in this leg. Yeah, absolutely electric. It was, what, 3-3 on aggregate going in from a, what, 2-1-2-1 split yeah. on each legs going into extra time. Porto going down a man in the 54th minute. Uh, Tarami getting two yellows in the span of two minutes. Yeah. You can't do that. Inexcusable. And funny enough, to, uh, I think it's funny that um, Chesia gets two of these goals. I mean, yeah, he he gave in a good performance. Yeah, Morata though, I don't know if you saw the highlights or not, but Morata had two or three amazing chances. Yes, and if he yep. hits one of them, Juve go through. But uh, you could say not deservedly. Like Porto just showed more heart than Juve, mm-hmm. more effort. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Ronaldo kind of wasn't. Obviously, there's going to be blame thrown at him for the the goal in the wall and turning, yeah. jump and stuff. I I don't see a whole lot of problems with it, especially because of how low it is. But like, yeah, yeah, probably you're hoping he he gets he's a little bit better there, but, but not providing enough going forward. No. I was sitting there thinking about this and what we just saw with Brady in the Super Bowl, going to a new team, winning a Super Bowl. That's his goal, yeah. right? He just wants to win, win Super Bowls. He doesn't yeah. care about anything else. I don't know if Ronaldo necessarily has that same perspective when it, at least when it comes to champions, because there's so many different tournament or yeah. champ, um, different things that he can win, especially mm-hmm. since he's never where he hadn't won Syria until he came, yeah. obviously. But it almost feels like he's. This is what the feeling we would have had if Brady had lost to Washington in the oh, in yeah. the wild card round, yeah. like a team that just fought really hard. I mean, Washington yeah. played a great game in that game. Yeah, they talking got about close. Yeah, you know, for get a little bit uh, different sports in here, but um, yeah, I mean, Heineke puts in that great performance. But you would just feel like he's. We would have maybe we would have had a totally different discussion about Brady. If Brady was in the wall, Brady blocks that shot. That's true. (laughs) That that, and if he ends up out, say he loses it, we start having this conversation that some people are starting to think about Ronaldo. Is is he? I don't want to say done, but like on the he's not the he's clearly not the player he was. Everybody knows that. But is he moving to the point where he's not a top team player? Yeah. Like, like can playing... he put a team on his back and carry? Them, yes. So. I don't think so. And yeah. if Brady had lost, I think we would have been saying the same thing that Brady can't do it anymore. But the fact that he went through the playoffs in such a great, uh, yeah. great fashion, we're like, okay, how many more can he win? Yeah. And maybe if if Ronaldo had done something similar like that, this is also in context with their performance in the league. Is that they're not yeah. winning the league this this season? But also, it's like how much. Well, like, they could, but like, of course, some of it's Ronaldo, but it's just, it could be Pirlo as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, 
which we've said before, we're not we're not sold on Pirlo. Yeah. Especially with this formation that they've got going in this game, it seems it's uh a little weird. I'm yeah. I wasn't quite sure about the personnel that they had in. Mm-hmm. I mean Quadrado can't track back. Like if, if you're trying to win the Champions League, Aaron Ramsey should not be starting for you. I Man, I, I like Ramsey, so that's tough. I don't think he's like that I do I do admit I was surprised when he went to Juventus yeah. in the first place. Like they bring on Weston McKinney in the 75th minute. Weston McKinney's been having a great season. I don't Yeah, I I mean I would start him over Ramsey. I think yeah. he would although as much as we would like to talk about great things with Weston, he he really I don't think he's starting I don't think he's there yet. He he's shouldn't not be fully there, no. He's got the potential to. Yeah, if I was a uh, if I was a Juventus fan, I would not be happy with him being one of our first choice center mids. Yeah, he's one of the guys who you're like when you're playing a lesser team, give him the start and let him do his yeah. thing, or bring him on off of this game. But because because of the caliber of players that they've had over the last decade, six, decade, yeah. yeah, probably would say the last decade. Just, I would feel like there's some sort of um, like when you go from giving up Pirlo, something. There. Marquisio, Vidal, just like players yeah. who you just trust and you know that they're going to give in solid performances game in, game out, and they just don't have that anymore. Yeah. So, interesting. Definitely interesting with Juventus out and Ronaldo out of the Champions League. It's something that doesn't happen early very often. So, on to Wednesday with some games that were pretty much wrapped up. Although I would say with Liverpool at home, maybe it wasn't wrapped up. I mean, they didn't play at Anfield, which is why they won. That's that's right. They've scored more goals at home, not at Anfield, this season than they have at Anfield, which is just sad. Yeah. So two nothing win get some four nothing aggregate. You know, um, I'd say kind of disappointing from Leipzig, Leipzig that they didn't Score. take a better advantage yeah. of a weak Liverpool team, yeah. especially the, the scoring, as you're saying. I don't, I mean, the, I, I would be disappointed if I was Leipzig coming out of the tie. At least I didn't, they didn't give something more. Yeah. But good for Liverpool. It's, it gives them something to keep fighting for in, in the season. Because it would be crazy. I mean, it would be crazy if they went on to win the Champions League. If they went on to win the Champions League, you're just like, you. I would just sit back and applaud. Yeah, because at that point, it it comes down to amazing performances from players that they have left. Yeah. Although, looking at this team, you got to stop. Liverpool fans got to stop complaining. It's still such a good team. You just. Like Quebec and Phillips, you're just not used to having that. You're used to having Van Dyke back there. Right. But it's not like these teams are are these players are totally I mean, yeah, it's, they're not they're not they're not the quality of players that you want back there. But, like, but you can't complain with a midfield of Tiago, Fabinho, Wynaldum. So you got Wynaldum and Fabinho, who are two defensive midfielders who can get back in. Um Fabinho obviously much more so than Wynaldum. Yeah. Um but those are all three players who aren't aren't like cans 
They yeah. they're gonna sit back. They're gonna protect that back line. Yeah. And then Salah Jota who's had a fantastic season when he's not hurt, and Mane. They they could do it. I think they can. They can win. It'll be a really big long shot, but they mm-hmm. they can. I think if for in order that for them to win. Like you said, one of the holding mids needs to step up and commit more to yes. getting to the attack. Because as we've seen in the league, the front three can't just do it on their own when they're completely up there isolated with no one. Yeah, play. I would say I want Tiago to play more like a can to facilitate yeah. tight passes in the, further up the pitch. To do that. Yeah, he likes to do it like the Javi roll farther back, further yeah. back. But Which I want him to. It was great with Byron because he could make the pass into the striker like Lewandowski or Muller, and then he'd have Goretzka right behind mm-hmm. him that he could have it back to. Yeah, I, I would like to see him move up and play instead of more like Xavi and start playing more like Iniesta mm. and see if he could get in a little bit up there. He has the ability to dribble past the player. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He just That's not how he plays all the time. Yeah, but they're going to need somebody if they're going to do or, or they try to play – you could almost just say play with a false nine and get and have like I I mean yeah. you need maybe put Firmino in and just play him even deeper than he normally yeah. does and just get but I don't know we'll we'll see how how that goes going forward with them I think they need a favorable draw this yeah. next round yeah guarantee you City get Porta I know it's just gonna <laughs> it's, happen it's going to I think Liverpool if they get Dortmund might be helpful the with that with those center backs i could just see holland abusing yeah that's true i don't don't think about that i'm like whatever teams are left because you look at the top look at next week so you've got city liverpool against real or atlanta could definitely do something there yes Bayern, no no gonna lose that chelsea or atletico at this point whichever one of them move on definitely would be favored over Liverpool. yes yeah but i think they could be favored against atlanta or real yeah i i think that against real or atlanta could definitely so that's that's the draw i'm looking at liverpool get that draw then they've got a chance because they get them in the semifinals and when you're in the semifinals i i I think anything can happen at that point right so and it it puts them further away from now when they're in a bad run of form at home. So it yeah. gives them maybe a time to adjust, get that ho- yeah. get Anfield back to being that fortress, and we'll yeah. see if they can hold on. And then sort of ends up being a meaningless match. I mean, you're gonna have to hope for a miracle here. Oh, watching this game, it 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 started off so similar to the Sevilla game. If you watched that last week. Usman Dembele gets three chances. I'll say two of them. Two of them, if that's Erling Holland, he puts them away. No question. So Dembele, if he ch- finishes a little bit better, scores a goal, different game. Um, the penalty, it, I would say it is a penalty. It's just so unfortunate because Longley's just literally taking a step and he clips the back of Icardi's heel. I'm like, it's a penalty. It's a dumb penalty, but it's a penalty. Right. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna come back, you just you, you, you can't, can't get stuff go that, that way. Yeah. And and yeah, it's sort of just those. Yeah. yeah. And then Messi missing the penalty after he scores an absolute worldy. Just you, you mm-hmm. can't miss a penalty like that. But I feel like that this season you can definitely say like Messi can still carry a team. 
at the top level. Yes. That he's been doing that for the past three seasons. Like Yeah. So if we want to go back to what we were saying about Ronaldo, I you Messi is better than Ronaldo right now. Yeah. But he's not Tom Brady scores that penalty. True. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. Or um, or if it's the NFC championship against the Packers, he doesn't, but then in the NFC Championship against the Packers, he's not down 4-1 on aggregate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Barcelona showed great energy in this game. They showed desire. I have no idea where the heck that was in the first leg. So if Barcelona could have brought that to the first leg, it could have been a different tie, but too little too late. Yeah, the Messi-Brady uh, comparisons just don't work out because the two teams have gone in the opposite directions. Barcelona had all these super weapons, and now they're, like, terrible, and it's just, <laughs> it's just Messi left with nothing. This is like this is like uh, end, end of Brady-Patriots era where he's just, like, lost any sort of ability. And then, um, and obviously, then Met, and then Tom goes to the Bucks. Right. Will Messi go to City or PSG? City, and right? Then, exactly. Yeah. Wins the Champions League with yeah. City. I, I think if you put, well, obviously City could win it this year, but yeah, just imagine if City maybe they make it to the like the final this year, and then they lose it to like a Bayern or a PSG, and then Man, and then Messi goes there and reunites with Pep, and then they win like the quadruple. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, I would favor them to. You'd almost favor, be the odds on favor. You must give them. Uh, yeah, like if you like whatever. What city have now is amazing, and then you just think up top instead of Gabriel Jesus, you add Messi. Right. <laughs> yeah. So interesting results on Tuesday, but sort of what we were expecting on Wednesday going to be interesting next week i think to see who goes through see you know what matchups can happen round um yeah i think we're going byron will definitely go through chelsea atletico i think that's a toss not necessarily a toss up i'd give the favor to chelsea because they've got that goal yeah city i don't think they'll concede two or no. plus to luchin glogbach um and then Atlanta Real, I think that's a toss-up game, oh, even yeah. though Real has a one-goal advantage. One I just want to watch and see what happens. So then we'll do a quick little. I just wanted to talk about Europa League and against Milan. Um, frustrating result today for Manu. Diallo, great debut. Um, I think or not debut, but uh, great debut goal, I guess, yeah. or first goal. A beautiful header, ball kind of teeters away from him. Fernandez did give him the his best delivery. Uh, was able to adjust really good, and then Dean Henderson with a terrible attempt at a save in the last in stoppage time totally ruins it. We should have lost the game. I'll be honest there, because the goal that. Uh, who scores it? Um, yes, the goal that Kessie scored it hits. It doesn't hit his hand, in my opinion. I think it hits his hip. Um, so that that should that just stood. That's before we even get a goal. And then they had a few good chances. We missed two chances. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire just stinks at putting the ball in the back of the net for some reason. It's really frustrating. Then. Um, James misses one sim- similarly 
can't um, can't put it away. So this is not a good result, but we're still in the tie one one. One one draws when you give up an away goal. It doesn't mean a lot, a whole lot, because no. unless it's zero zero, yeah, it doesn't you, matter. And then you have to score next week. Yeah. Just yeah. So that'll wrap up. Yeah, every other Europa League game pretty much went all the favorites won. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Can't wait for Man U to if they move on, they'll draw Tottenham. Almost guaranteed. <laughs> They're giving Man U the hardest well, draw for some reason. I don't care. Just get it. I, I almost say just get us out of the competition. Just win. But but I also do, do want to win because now we can't go for the lead. Yeah. So just get something. Just I mean, what the heck? I really just don't care about the Europa League. It just doesn't. It feels empty winning it. Okay. So let's go into our favorite segment, <laughs> scintillating stats. So it's just me to, to contemplate these things. I don't get yeah. Joey's assistance. but We won't add this to the long-running um, score sheet. This, is, this will just be a fun week. Yeah. We've got... We've got about twice as many stats as usual. This was a busy week in the statistics. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll start where we were on Wednesday in Paris with Barcelona. And um, so this is interesting. We know that Barcelona and the Copa del Rey have had multiple comebacks. Mm-hmm. So fact or fiction, Barcelona have only scored one goal in the entire Copa del Rey before the 69th minute. Oh, man. In Only one goal in the entire competition so far this season. I think they scored one. I don't know. Not in this. I think that's fact. It is fact. Their only goal before the 69th minute was the first goal against Sevilla. Okay. Yeah, so I, I got there was one there, but I, I yeah, so yeah, only one. That's <laughs> you get I me. Mean, that's hard to sustain. That's not great. Yeah. All right, and then um, number two with Barcelona. Fact or fiction? Barcelona have the four most players, or have the play the four players with the most trophies won in soccer. In history. In history. I I don't know if the if everywhere that I looked it only counted European players. So I don't know if there's okay. like some random South American dude has like right. sixty trophies, but because so like we're not counting Pele in that. No, uh, yeah. This is all like yeah. mainly recently yeah. mainly okay, so like Messi. Ronaldinho in that maybe I think it's mainly going to be Barcelona players so like Xavi, Iniesta, maybe Puyol or PK. But the four most at it, it's got to be fiction. I believe it's fact. Um, wow, a lot of places, depending on what time the article was published, obviously have slightly different things. Danny Alves is always number one. He has 41 trophies. Whoa. Yeah. Because you think he went, he played for Barcelona, he played for PSG, and he played for Juve. Yeah. You pretty much guaranteed a bunch. Iniesta was two with 39. 
And then a lot of what I've been seeing is tied for third is Messi and Maxwell. Really? Yeah, Maxwell, the left back who he was at Barca, then he went to PSG. Yeah. So yeah. I guess and then and then um in in fifth, the one man who prevents Barcelona from being having the total top five is Ryan Giggs. Wow. <laughs> well, you guess the pure pure amount of years playing gets you up there for Ryan Giggs. <laughs> yeah, and then PK is number six. That makes sense. Yeah. And Xavi is tied with Ronaldo, I believe. Okay. All right. But let's go over to um, let's go over to Manchester. Yes. From Ryan Giggs. Just a nice smooth segue into there. Um, fact or fiction? The ten players with the most Premier League medals all played for Manchester United. That I mean, yeah, that's got to be a fact because that that's got to be like that. I just did, I don't even question that yeah, at it's, all. It's a fact. Yeah, because <laughs> I could I could run through. Wait, let me see how many I can get from this ten. Um, Giggs, Keen, um, oh, goalie Skulls, um, Rooney. Bernie was not on the side. No. Too late, I guess, with some of those. Um, or act, mm. Neville, Gary Neville on that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't think Beckham was there enough, but maybe. Hmm. Uh, Ferdinand? Don't know about yeah. Vidic. Ferdinand. He's got half so far. Half. That's not bad. Schmeichel? No, no goal. No goalies? Okay, so Van der Sar and Schmeichel split too many of those. Uh, and De Gea. Yes, De Gea. Well, a few of yeah, the... They had like two. Two, yeah. Um, okay, just give me the rest of them because I'm going to um, be wishy-washy on some of the other so ones. So Giggs is one with 13. Skulls is second with 11. Gary Neville is third with eight. Dennis Irwin has oh, seven. Yeah. And then everyone else is tied at six. It's Roy Keane, David Beckham, Nicky Butt, okay, Beckham Phil Neville, Rio, and Ole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should have got that one. Yeah. Sitting on the – being the super sub for so many years. that Wayne Rooney is like five. I would have got, to Got to be. So, comes in in 2004, right, or five? I think it was four. Because it was a year after Ronaldo. Um. So yeah, does he only get? I guess. Um. Yeah. That that makes sense. I guess doing the two thousand. He only gets twenty thirteen. Okay. It's got to be five. I think for me. He's won five, yeah. Five, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. All, All right. right. Staying in Manchester, um, the Premier League player with the most chances created is Luke Shaw. Fact or fiction? Oh, man. Okay, so it's either going to be Luke Shaw, Harry Kane, 
I can tell you it's not Bruno. No, no. Bruno or actually, I don't know if City's going to have anybody up there because of the sheer sheer rotation yeah. that they have. I think that might be true. I think that's fact. It is fact. Wow. Shaw is the third most created chances in Europe. So this is in before, Europe? Yeah, this is before the weekend, though. So it probably he could have surpassed the people in front of him. He, did he might have. There was a good amount of yeah. chances. So before this weekend, Sancho was number one with 36. Then okay. it was Philip Kostich with 35. Luke Shaw in third with 34. Then in fourth, Mason Mount. With 32. I did I actually did know Mason Mount was up there. Um because yeah. I remember seeing something from like a Chelsea fan account or something about uh-huh. Mason Mount. And then it's Kimmich five, then Depay, then Amin Harit. I forget what he's at right now. Then it's Raz Van Marin. I have no idea who that is. Then it's Bruno, and then it's Ilicic. But those are all like they're all f- offensive players. Yeah, and then you just got Luke Shaw. <laughs> That's great. I, I guess. I guess that's great. Yeah, it's absolutely astounding. Um, hmm. All right, we'll stay in England. Oh, no, we can stay in there. So everyone's been talking about how Adama Traore has no goals and no assists right. so far this season. So what I have to say is his play style just doesn't suit him doing that exactly. So fact okay. or fiction... Harry Maguire has a higher expected goals per 90 this season than Adama Traore. I think that's got to be fact because of how many times Harry er, Maguire gets a header that just doesn't go in. I think that's fact. It is fact. <laughs> Maguire has 0.06 and, and Adama Traore has 0.05. Wow. Both. De- I mean, that's really. <laughs> but then again, like, he a Traore has the second most shot creating dribbles per 90 of this season. He has the second most huh. progressive carries in the Premier League per 90. He has the most shot creating actions per 90 in the league. But those don't qualify enough for, for expected he, oh, goals. He has 3.6 expected assists, though, which is just. I guess he just gets it to people on the edge of the box, but I, I can't believe he, he gets into so many of those good positions and then doesn't have more of these expected goals and expected yeah, assists. I, it's, it's just so weird. I guess or, they take into account positioning. I, I don't yeah. exactly know the, the, yeah. the true intri- intricacies of that stat, but yeah, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> All right. We'll stay in the premier league. This is the last one. Okay. Focusing on the, no, there's one more after this actually. of the trophies that Arsenal have won in their history are community shields. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. That might be true because of how many FA Cups they've won. And then enough leagues to balance it out so it's more. I I would not be surprised. I think that's going to be fact. It is fast. <laughs> that's great. That's funny. I checked it myself because I didn't believe it. That's <laughs> I when you start it sounds funny at first, like outrageous at first. And you start thinking about it. It's just a one yeah. game and you make it there if you win the FA Cup or the league, in which they've both won a lot of times. So yeah. 
Um, and then on, we'll move on down the table to Brighton, who Ooh, recently okay. have just put in, have somehow just haven't won games, even when they've had so, yeah, so many expected goals. Yeah. So you would think that they have a lot of expected um, goals per game and points per game. But actually, they only are 15th in the league in expected points per game this season. Fact or fiction? 15th. So that's right where they are. Yeah. I think they've got to be higher on expected points. I think that's fiction. It is fiction. They're nice. fourth. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That is so drastic. Wow. <laughs> they have one point seven one expected points per game. Whoa! What? So only Leicester, Man City, and Man U get more? Probably. Jeez. Actually, unless somebody might be in front of Leicester. Wow. Honestly, we might not have many expected points after how many times we've gone down. <laughs> but yeah. All right, we'll go into Germany for the final two. Oh. All right, so the Bundesliga is the German league, and as we saw, two of their players were the top two in chances created per game. So you would think that they have a pretty high average rating, and they have two of the top goal scorers in Europe as well. So you think they would have a pretty high average rating. So, fact or fiction, the Bundesliga has the top five, according to whoscored.com, the top five rated players this season in Europe. Whoa. Okay. Um, wow. Top five. So, I'm guessing it's like Lewandowski is probably in there. Ooh, I don't know who else from maybe Gretzker Kimmich is in there. Uh, and then Holland maybe in Sancho. But then over players in all these other. I, I It just seems unrealistic that somebody from one of the other leagues would not be up there. I, I think that's fiction. It is fiction. The Bundesliga does have two through five. Okay. Sancho two, then Nkungu three, then Kostic, then Lewandowski at five. But number one by a country mile, according to who scored, is Messi. Yeah, okay. Messi's got an 8.49 rating average throughout the season whoa and then sancho who's number two has 7.57 wow i mean yeah that's usually what you think is a good match rating average is like in in the sevens but in the mid eights that's very very impressive especially considering that barca just hasn't been you know he hasn't been it but i guess when you start doing everything for the team your match rating goes up pretty high Makes sense. And then notable ones in the top ten. Harry Kane is in sixth. Okay, I th I figured he'd be up there. Oh wait, J.K. I'm actually reading this whole thing wrong. They ranked them on like last six matches appearances. 
Messi is still top for the season, but Lewandowski is number two at 7.07. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. Then Harry Kane's three at 7.81. Then Holland would be four for the entire season at 7.62. And then Sancho at five. Okay. So I was still right. Oh, no, either Sancho way. is not five. Lukaku is five. Interesting. Yeah. Lukaku. Big, seven big Rob. Five, nine. All right. All right. And here we go to our more random stat. Okay. Yes. But so we all know that Germany won the World Cup in 2014. But actually, a Manchester United defender from the time or from the time around then is one of the main reasons why Germany won the World Cup. <laughs> Just so you know. Man, you had no German defenders at that time. A World Cup or a um, a German assistant coach came out and said this after the World Cup. Daily Blind should earn a <laughs> World Cup medal for all the good that he has done Germany in this World Cup. <laughs> Fact or fiction? What for? For doing what with Netherlands? Because of Spain, in some way, did he do something for in in the in the group stage? I I mean I I don't see why you would make something like that up. So I'm gonna say fact, but or maybe it's a different defender and you just change that around. No, it is daily. But okay, it's it is fact. It's because he um. Because he's especially, he was especially good at, or he did this against Germany in a friendly. Whenever Germany would go for a one-two, he would always track the guy who played the pass and was looking to receive the pass. So Germany instilled that within their camp and they focused on it. So against France in the quarterfinals and Brazil in the semifinals and Argentina in the finals, they preached that to their defense and they made that one of their like hallmarks. So then... So, so they just emulated that the stopping the one two on their defensive yeah, side. They took and that from Daily Blend, and it was very interesting. I mean, clearly you get especially seven one. Yeah. Sorry, Brazil fans out there, bring up past trauma. I think it was more something else though than that. For yes. Seven one. Yes. <laughs> all right, so that wraps up scintillating stats. I think I got what I got all of them right except the second them. one. Pretty much, and that's yeah. the second one. I don't remember which one that was, but that's a pretty good return, I think, on my part. Joey missed maybe missed some freebies. <laughs> Didn't have him here to bring me down, maybe convince me to go otherwise. <laughs> otherwise, on some of those picks. All right, so Beard's best bets. Ooh. What do we got this week? Well, we got some interesting ones, I think. So first. I've got Everton or Burnley at Everton. This is sort of a standard one. I, I think um, Everton's minus 114. So it's not, they're not too big of uh, favorites in that, in that respect. So uh, I think Everton coming off a loss against Chelsea will look to bounce back. Burnley did get a draw against Arsenal, but uh, I, I think Everton's been a better team this season. Being at home, I, I just think this they'll get it done. Makes sense. Makes sense. Then the North London Derby. Ooh. 
Tottenham at Arsenal. I'm taking Tottenham plus 180. I just love the, what they've if, – yeah. if Kane, Son, Lucas, and Bale all play, I think they win this game. And it's just Arsenal sketchy at the back. I just – I see Tottenham yeah. getting this out. And they're actually – Arsenal's actually favoring this. They're like plus 160. So, yeah, I think Tottenham, Tottenham get this. And then Southampton – or Brighton at Southampton. And I'll take Southampton plus 208, also underdogs against Brighton, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, Brighton will probably miss three sitters, and then Southampton will have like a James Ward-Prowse penalty. Yeah. Or a Che Adams weird goal and then win. Yep. I like all your bets, personally. I think they all they all make sense. Well, thank you. I would I would assume that Tottenham would be able to beat Arsenal if they start all these. Yes. Guys. Yep. Tottenham just... But if you some... cut out like November, like middle November to middle January, maybe yes, there, they'd be up there with City. They but, would. But all right, so quick little run through of the of the games we got this weekend. So Newcastle Villa tomorrow on Friday when you guys will be listening to this. So that's the 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 day of. Um. So I think that's. Actually, a chance for Newcastle, I think, to get some points yeah. and try Villa, to get out of safety. Villa this season have lost to teams that really, if they want to be where they are trying to be at the table, that they shouldn't. Yes. Then on Saturday, we got Leeds-Chelsea, which could be interesting in the With morning, the but Chelsea I don't know. Playing, I just think that they're going to soak up all of Leeds' pressure I agree. and expose them at the back. Yeah, this would be the only that would be an interesting test, I think, for Chelsea. But I think they'll pass it pretty right. easily. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold a bold call. Timo Werner two goals. Oh, all right. I I don't hate that. I guess I actually I do hate that. I think that's stupid. I don't think he's getting two goals, but um, <laughs> that's why it's bold. Exactly. It probably won't happen. So then we got Crystal Palace playing West Brom. And uh, I again, I think this is the same thing with Newcastle against Villa. This is a chance for West Brom, huge it's, chance, I think. It's just, but I think West Brom's probably done. Zero zero this, or like maybe I, I could definitely see Palace getting a goal here. Yeah, I think West Brom's done. So we'll, yeah. Uh, then Everton Burnley. That's what we talked about. Uh, Everton should win this game. Probably. Yes. And then Fulham and Man City. I think this is more interesting than people will give it credit. Fulham have been playing well, but like I don't, I don't think they're like they could make it like an entertaining three-one loss. Fair enough. I but I think there would be there's more in this game than people will will give it credit. Like, coming could, off a victory against Liverpool. Yeah, I could see City getting a goal, then Fulham getting an equalizer, and then City don't score until maybe the seventy fifth, eightieth, and then score two. Yeah. And it, yeah, I I agree, but definitely something to look for. Then on Sunday, we've got Southampton and Brighton. Talked about that one. Could be a good game. Could be. And then Leicester uh, against Sheffield. If Leicester don't win this game, they got yeah. There's there's something wrong. 
then the North London Derby, which we just say Tottenham should take the cake yeah. here. And then wrapping up Sunday, the weekend. What, Jesse Lingard's return to Old Trafford, Manchester United versus West Ham United. He better not score. I don't. I'm not. I'm fine if he scores. I actually want him to score. I fully, if if we win the game. <laughs> I fully expect Man U to win this game. I think Man U are the better team. I feel like Man U are the better team. Um, if Rashford isn't back, then that'll. That'll hurt a little bit, but honestly, anything other than a zero zero, like we lose one nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then wrapping it up would be Wolves um, at home to Liverpool. And Liverpool's got to be thanking the gods they don't have to play at Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that Liverpool win this game. I just have that feeling. Yes, I think Liverpool Wolves, win this game. It's Wolves haven't been their normal selves this season. I think they're Liverpool, having a down year. I think Liverpool win it comfortably. I agree. I think that they can coming off especially the a yeah. decent performance midweek and not having to play they won't have to play again until Late next week, so they get some nice rest too. Which yeah. will, it will help them. So after this game, but all right. Anything else? One interesting thing that I saw, um, I actually mentioned him earlier. I didn't even mean to, but Claudio Marquisio is apparently on the short list of candidates for mayor of Turin. So good luck to him if he ends up being in that election. Political. (laughs) A little little change there. Interesting. All right. And on that note, we bid you adieu next week. Hopefully Joey will be back and uh, maybe he'll have some stuff to say about what we said this week about (laughs) City. So, Hall.